I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, we welcome David Jevons, CEO of CypherTrace, talking about his annual crypto crimes report. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, January 29th, 2021. We're going to start off the show like usual, get into those crypto prices. But after that, I want you to hear this conversation, this interview with CNBC and Chamath Paliapatia, who is running for governor of California. He's also an investor, an ex-executive of Facebook, and one of the people at the forefront of this conversation about Wall Street bets, Robinhood turning off securities to retail investors, and... Wall Street and hedge funds apparently playing by different rules than everybody else. I'm going to let you listen to that in just a minute. But first, those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.52 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $36,596.61, up 13% from this time yesterday. Ethereum, $1,384.58, up 2.9%. Litecoin 138.86 up 5.94%, Chainlink 23.07 down 2.9%, and XRP 28.1 cents up 6.5%. Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency is up 10.8% at $1.061 trillion, with a BTC dominance of 64.7%. A couple things you guys should notice about the price. If you go to coinmarketcap.com, you will see that there's a Wall Street bets joke token slash price above Bitcoin. It is sitting at number zero and it's starred. Its price is $483. I'm actually, I don't know why they did the price like that, how much it's up and the circulated supply. There must be something hidden behind those numbers. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that. I don't understand, but Wall Street bets WSB is now on coin market cap and if you're living under a rock and you're wondering why the price just jumped well elon musk's twitter bio now says one word bitcoin and they say that that one word pumped bitcoin six thousand dollars to a price of thirty eight thousand dollars and squeezed out some short sellers how much short sellers 420 million dollars worth of shorts y'all please stop shorting bitcoin just don't short bitcoin long bitcoin short the banks opinions on what is going on right now with Robinhood, retail investors and hedge funds i think that what it proves is this retail phenomenon is here to stay there are 2.7 million people inside of wall street bets um i think that they are as important as any hedge fund or collection of hedge funds and I think the most important thing is that in a world of zero interest rates and quantitative easing, I don't know how you can run a typical hedge fund strategy and make money anymore. Because, for example, when you looked at GameStop, you know, a normal person would say, how can you have 136% short interest? How can you be short 40% more shares than actually exist in the world? 
To a normal person, that doesn't make any sense. But to a Wall Street mathematician, that's the game that has been played for years. And that game came undone. Well, I mean, that may be somewhat of, a, of an extreme example. L let me just go through a couple of things you, you said here. Um, I have a hard time believing. I mean, you suggested that there's, you know, a good amount of fundamental research going on underneath the GameStop Reddit situation. Do, do you truly believe that, that there's actual you fundamental know, I, research? I, Not to yeah, disparage I, in any way the, the people who are actually making these you, trades, you, but you this are, seems to be momentum rather than no, a deep come, fundamental okay. analysis. Scott, there's momentum in traditional hedge funds and how they move stocks as well. But it's really disparaging if you, the starting position is these guys can't do the same quality of research as an analyst in a fund. That's just not true. I didn't say they that. All, they I didn't say, all I didn't say they can't do that kind of research. I'm questioning whether they're actually doing the research when it comes to things like GameStop and they're, AMC they're, and, and some of these uh, other things. There's a distribution. And obviously at one end, there are fundamental analysts. But on the other end, there are momentum traders that follow trends. But by the way, the dirty little secret of Wall Street is that exists in hedge fund land. The reason why this GameStop trade has caused so much pain is because at the top of the pecking order was Melvin Capital. Those guys were incredible stock pickers. They are incredible fundamental modelers of companies. Okay, Gabe Plotkin is one of the sort of giants of our era, of my era, right? But at the end of the day, what happens is, irrespective of what he puts on, his trades are mimicked and copied by umpteen other hedge funds that follow along. The narrative of digital assets, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrencies has been, therefore, crime, fraud, scams. Well, David Jevons, CEO of CypherTrace, does a full report on digital crime and finds something totally different than the narrative. Dave Jevons, CEO of CypherTrace, how you doing, man? Doing well, Matt. How you doing? Look, today we're talking about your cryptocurrency crime and AML report. We're talking about DeFi crimes, rug pulls, all kinds of things. I really just want a summary of all, what is all in this report so people, if they want to, can do a deep dive into it. And well, you guys are the authority of this. Let me know what's happening out there. Yeah, I think the most important thing in the report is, first off, that cryptocurrency crime is going down as a percentage of of cryptocurrency utilization, which I think is great news and is something that um, everybody needs to, I think, be thankful for and be talking to your government representatives, for example, because we need to educate our friends in government that, you know, this is actually a wonderful technology and it's not just used by bad guys. So what we saw in 2020 versus 2019 was a 50, over 50% drop in criminal activity using crypto. So that's awesome. What's interesting, though, is of the crimes that we saw over the last 12 months, uh, the emergence of DeFi platforms as a vector for bad guys to, um, to either attack the smart contracts and steal people's money, or to um, exit fraud, rug pulls, basically, or to launder funds through it. So that's, I think, the major uh, the major items in the report. And then there's a ton of other data about international transfers and things like that. But I think those are the two main points. When you talk about that, the crimes as a percentage to everything that's happening with cryptocurrency is going down, is that because the price is going up? What is the metric you're using that, to compare it to say that it is going down? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things. There's the percentage rate, but there's also the actual raw amount. 
So what we track at CypherTrace are actual criminal activities. So when people report a theft, when an exchange gets hacked, ransomware attacks, that type of stuff. So um, we're really looking at the losses that people are suffering. So anybody who holds crypto, um, any exchange, and that total number has gone down by 50% as well. So in 2019, we saw about four and a half billion in 2020, it was down to about 1.9 billion. So it's it's the total number, not just the percentage, which is encouraging. Oh, wow, wow, that's, yeah, it's that's, that's yeah, it's very that's that's surprising actually. And I, what we, what do you attribute that to? Is that uh, you think more educated education within people using cryptocurrency or better exchanges? What would you think that is? I'd say the main one is better exchanges. So folks are learning how to apply security, manage hot and cold wallets properly, um, audit their smart contracts, that type of thing. So I'd say that's the number one thing. And then I think consumers getting educated is one as well. Because I mean, look, every day at CypherTrace, we get people saying, hey, I got scammed, I got scammed. So people still fall for things all the time. But I think big scale scams, you know, huge pyramid schemes where they steal a billion dollars, two billion dollars and then exit. <laughs> we didn't see we didn't. Well, you laugh, but we didn't see that in 2020, whereas we saw a ton of that in, in, in 2019. I, I laugh because being here since uh, 2016, I, I've, I've seen those. Yes. And, you know, to say that you haven't seen those is a very is very bullish, very bullish. And I'm, I'm giggling because it, it's been a problem. It's been plagued by that. And to see that it's going away. That's amazing. I've heard that there is less crime, but the or less hacks or less scams. But the value is actually bigger when they actually do a, achieve their objective. Is that true? That's true in general. Yeah. So you'll see, um, I mean, there's a lot of little stuff, you know, I got scammed $40,000, what have you, um, that type of stuff happens, but yeah, they, they're definitely going after, you know, 10 million, 50 million, you know, us dollar converted across various currencies. So, um, there's definitely groups out there that are focusing on these attacks, uh, against exchanges or against DeFi platforms. And, uh, and that is continuing to grow. So the sophistication of, the folks is really increasing a lot. So I hate to be a, a, a numbers guy and try to really figure this out, but if you said the total value went in half, yeah. but you said the, the, but you just said that there are less hacks, but the value that people are getting out of either Perfect. hacks or scams are higher. That means the actual amount of scams or hacks or whatever is actually better than half. There is down like right. 75% and the value is down 50%. Yeah, that's right. Although in 2019, you know, we saw some pretty massive exit frauds, you know, billion dollar ones. We haven't mm -hmm. seen that in 2020. Um, but if you take away, like take off the top three, let's say from 2019 or top two that, that uh, you know, count for billions, then yeah, what we're seeing is actually total number is going down, which is a great thing. The amount they get is going up in the aggregate if you take out like the, the, the really big ones. Where can people see this report? Is it open to the public? Yes, it is. If you go to cyphertrace.com, it's right on the homepage and you can go get a full summary of it. You don't have to register information or anything, or you can download it as well in PDF, but it's right on there. That's really bullish right there. Uh, off, off of this report for one second, um, Janet Yellen, she's you know the secretary of the treasury right now. Your thoughts? Needs education. So, um, you know, our concerns were, were really heightened when the first two public comments she made about her agenda, uh, should she become the Secretary of the Department of Treasury, included cryptocurrencies, 
terrorism and scams all in the same paragraph. That's a pretty big thing, right? When you're outlining the four things you want to do as the head of Department of Treasury, which would include things like um, financial incentives and you know all dealing with COVID and all those other things, of the top four, cryptocurrency was in there. You know, she made a statement last week of it's all terrorism and scams and we're gonna crack down. She's backed off that a little bit. So there's obviously mm-hmm. been a lot, you know, we're doing a lot of work to try to get education in there. When Mr. Mnuchin was head of treasury, we at Cypertrace, we were on his advisory board and tried to educate um, him about, you know, all the, the great things that cryptocurrency can do and is doing and don't stifle innovation. That still needs to happen um, with Secretary Yellen. But I think it's happening. I would say the other good thing we've seen out of the government this week is that they're putting a break on new rulemaking. So there was a lot of rules proposed over um, the holiday period, trying to get jammed in before the change of administration. From like the wallet KYC AML rules, regulations? Yeah, the reporting, the CTRs, the wallet KYC. Also, what didn't go widely reported was FBAR, which is you have to report um, offshore holdings. Um, right. If you hold crypto offshore, you have to report that annually. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you have over $10,000 of it, they're push, trying to push a lot of stuff. Now that's at least been held for a 60 day comment period. Cause I think they got the most comments they've ever seen on a, on a ruling, right? Like the industry rallied and there's over 7,000 comments. We're going to have to do another deep dive one of these days here really soon about the Biden administration and see how it's shaping up. Maybe after that 60 days to see how everybody's going to maybe get comfortable into their jobs. But until then keep doing what you're doing and thanks for coming on the show, sir. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And in other news, I didn't know this was news, nor did I know you could be a star doing this, but OnlyFans star Mia Khalifa just invested in Dogecoin after seeing the price rally 400%. She told her Twitter following today that, quote, she bought the dog stocks LMAFO-0000, end quote. Talking about that dog e-coin, Dogecoin reaches parity with the Russian ruble after the Wall Street bets tweet. And what is parity? Parity is meaning it's trading one-to-one with the Russian ruble. One Russian ruble equals one doge. Soon, maybe, possibly, one doge will equal one dollar. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yes, that would be. And why would that be crazy? Because Dogecoin is totally a joke coin. It's a meme coin. It's just for fun. It was just for fun. But it is sitting at the number 13 of all market cap of I'm sorry, I lied. It's sitting at the number 10 of all market caps for all of cryptocurrencies. It is $7.2 billion market cap. It's sitting at 5.5 cents. And, well, there's that. And finally, a new survey by Gemini challenges the notions of an average crypto investor. It finds that 13.5% of the UK, and yes, I said, of the UK's 68 million people, are hodling crypto. Of those 13.5%, 41.6% are women. This crushes the notion that women are not into tech, into investing. Well, they're into the tech and they're into investing. So take that. This survey has also found that hodlers come from everywhere, from all age ranges and income classes. And hodlers in the UK are up 152% from 2019. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Remember, go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay visible 
And I'll be back tomorrow for the weekend update. Maybe even have a long form for you of an awesome conversation. Until then, beware of the pumps, beware of the dumps, but happy hodling.